Welcome back, everybody, to the Club Cool Podcast. That's right, Clubhouse Doors, they're back open. And I am here, joined again, once again, after a week off, by Mr. Phil Battaglia. What's going on, Phil? We back. We are back. I am your host, Barrett Dudley. We are here in the Lodge, the Lodge Studio, brought to you by Washed Media. Shouts to Washed. And uh, we're just ready for a, a good time and a good podcast. We're enjoying some cold and sunny weather. It's one of my favorite. It's one of my favorite types. Yeah, you love this. I like. I like a cold. I like a sunny. Mm-hmm. I like the the two of them combined just fine. <laughs> yeah, it kind of feels California. A little bit. A little bit. Today was actually like slightly colder yes. than than ideal. Yeah. Couldn't get couldn't get warm today. The office was just absolutely freezing. You know how that goes, and I was—I had this hoodie, but it's like it wasn't—it wasn't doing—it wasn't, wasn't doing it for me. Ooh, I hate that. You know, you just have a chill yeah. all day. It's weird. You know, I also—I sweat through more stuff in the colder days. Isn't that weird? How that works? You want to get that checked out? I don't know. I can wear like a—it it can be like July. I wear a t-shirt all day. Doesn't smell. Yeah. Doesn't not, nothing wrong. It's fine. <laughs> Three more wears, easy. In the winter, like I, you know, a few hours in something, and it's like I get the cold, weird sweats. It's yeah. like the body trying to regulate temperature or something. I don't know. Anyways, um, we've got a fun show for you today. Last week, of course, we had on the fellas from Circling Back Podcast and of Washed Media. How was that? It was great. They talked. Uh, we talked for you know an hour about skiing, and then then Dave got a little break to talk about his new Jordans. Mm-hmm. He's a StockX boy now. He's that's on where the, he copped. He's on. He's on there hunting down Jordans. I think he's been. He's big time inspired mm. by by his boy Luka Doncic over there on the uh-huh. Dallas Mavericks. You know. And, uh, yeah, I, you, not Me. a skier. Not a skier. But if you ever decide that you're going on a trip, you, you, you just, all you got to do is tune, tune back into the, to last week's podcast and I see. you'll be all set and you'll be good to go. Good. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it, it sounds like you've had a, a lot going on. Got, yeah. You got a contractor going to the, coming to the house. Oh man. I'm looking through tile you're right now. You're dealing with t- picking out tile. Mm. Crazy stuff there. Yeah. We're going to redo the bathroom. So, I think I think I don't. This is just, this is a light teaser, a light teaser. But I think that we're going to have a pretty well-renowned interior designer come on the show ah. in the next couple of months. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I think the feelers are out there. Scheduling is has commenced. Okay, and so as soon as we have something mm-hmm. jotted down on the cow, logged into everybody's Google Calendar, invite sent. Accepted. Ex- clicked yes. I will. I will let you know about that. Uh huh. But that should be good. She can. She can talk to you about tile. Maybe. Good. Well, I need some help. <laughs> um, other news. Oh, I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna break some more news for you regarding the podcast right here on the podcast. Breaking. That's, that's what I like to do. I like to tell you about podcast news and events on the podcast. Breaking. Um, March seventeenth. That's uh-huh. a Tuesday. We are having, there is a washed media event at Augustine for South by Southwest uh-huh. in coordination with Patreon. Tuesday, 1130, March 17th. Mark it down. <laughs> Sorry, I'm getting all my, I'm getting my facts straight. I made sure. Yeah. March 17th, 1130. Uh-huh. That's St. Patrick's Day. If you are in Austin or if you're here for South by Southwest, 1130 a.m., Augustine on Rainy Street for a Patreon party. Let's go. Everybody's invited. It's like, it'll be a little meetup. See, but the catch is if you go, you have to join Patreon at the door. That maybe you do. Maybe you have to whip out your phone and be like, I'm a patron of something. <laughs> no you know? way. Probably not. I doubt it. I doubt it too. But that shouldn't stop you from going to patreon.com slash club cool and signing up to to join us on there. Sure. Yeah. The type of stuff that we usually do on Patreon, do some nice editorials, show you some cool stuff happening on the internet, some steals and some and some deals. I'm gonna, I'm gonna answer a listener question right right quick because it's the type of thing that we put out there on the Patreon. But somebody was asking me about like the best type of what's the best like entry level cargo pant. Ooh. You want to try a cargo pant, something like with that looser, more relaxed silhouette. Don't want to spend too much. You want to test it out. So today on uh, on Esquire, there was a little editorial 
with uh, Antonio Signoli, the guy that does 18 East. Uh-huh. And he's very tall, so he he's able to pull off like the really oversized like skatery fits super well. But he he these these fits are incredible if you're like looking for a little bit of inspiration for pulling off some of the baggier stuff. And he's not wearing straight 18 East in all of these things. And so in 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 some of the uh in some of the photos he's wearing what looks like a pretty you know, cool pair of cargo pants. And they are by the brand Rothko, which is basically like a military supply company. So if you Google um, if you Google Rothko M65 cargo pants, you'll find some listings for these things. And they're like usually under 50 bucks. They come in olive and black and that type mm-hmm, of thing. Mm-hmm. Great place to start. If Antonio's wearing them, then they are, that's a great cosign because he's into like, quality stuff that he can tear up you know what i mean did he give them a plug or did you just no he's he's like outfitted by this is like a you know it's like a magazine photo shoot so he's in some 18 east stuff but then like he's been he's been styled or has styled himself as well and so he's wearing some other stuff Mm -hmm. too from from some other brands here and there it's a lot of 18 east uh but you know so that's uh that's the type of thing that we do over there on patreon too we post the links and, and and give shouts to stuff that we're interested in and that's some of those great pieces uh for you to go online and to, to instacop, if you will. I will. Yeah. Um okay. Phil, I think yeah. that takes care of all of the housekeeping. And I mentioned baggier silhouettes, I mentioned the skating look, and that brings me to topic number one. Piet Para. Piet Para. That's how I'm saying his name. Where is uh, that at? That's that's. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. He he of of the design house Para. Mm-hmm. It's a French design house, I believe, or maybe he's American. God, why do I not? I don't. I don't know my facts today, Phil. I'm blowing help, it. Help a boy out here. I, I, that sounds very French <laughs> to me. He's a frequent Nike collaborator, uh-huh. and he has designed the Olympic skating uniforms for the USA, Brazil, and France. And. I think he's taken Olympic uniforms <laughs> to the next level. He's Dutch, by the way. Dutch. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I would have never known that. I was like, wait, something, something doesn't sound right. Yeah. I, I've, I don't, I've got my facts all wrong today. Anyway, this stuff looks really, really cool. And for the last, I, I think, two or three Olympics, you know, Ralph Lauren has done the opening ceremony kits for, oh, that's the last piece of the... In ski culture, they call the fits kits. kits. So now we've now we've just changed over. Now all fits, even when you're just getting getting them off uh-huh. in regular casual daily life, we're we've, we're officially calling them kits now. Okay. Yeah. So it's kit picks. Get, <laughs> I get, don't know. Yeah, yeah. It's kit picks. It's kit, kit picks. picks. We're we're making it happen. You when you get your boys to take some some flicks of your kit uh-huh. for you. Yeah. That's not bad. Yeah. Okay. It's pretty good. I can roll with that. Anyway. These, uh, and it, it, it all sounds, it's very uniform too, because pe- they call the soccer uniforms uh-huh. kits. Right. So these are, these are absolutely kits. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And they're fresh, dude. They're really fresh. They are really, really cool. And we cannot fail to mention that the French mm. uniform consists of jumpsuits, baby. God, why can't we get an American jumpsuit? Yeah, that's what, that, I, I, now, I'm not sure. Like maybe if I think, I don't think the U.S. is getting a jumpsuit. Unfortunately, that is lame. Because if you read into this, actually, you know what? I don't know if that's true. It, what 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 Para says is that he kind of designed all of the uniforms to be a reflection of like one of the country's popular sports. How many different countries is he doing? I think just these three. Okay. Which I assume these are the three Nike countries yeah. that are participating. In the skating competition, um, so like I know Nike's is he, he says that the U.S. Or the I'm sorry, not Nike's that the U.S. is is like based on basketball. Brazil's is based on soccer, and France's is based on tennis. But then when you look through the pictures, you know you see the guy with the U.S. jersey wearing what looks like a soccer jersey, mm-hmm. and then the chick in the Brazil pictures is looking what is wearing what looks like a basketball jersey. So I, I, don't, yeah. I don't know. Maybe these things are all... 
See if there's any crossover. There, there is a little bit with like the with like the polos, right? Yeah, but like the American version is more of a V-neck. Yeah, yeah. But it's still the same design. I don't know, dude. But it, yeah, man, the highlight is the jumper. It's hard. Me. It's hard to say. But but we can clearly see in the in the released images that France has a bright red jumpsuit and white and a white jumpsuit. Ah. Yeah. So. Needless to say, you know, let play the play the tooting horn emoji because uh-huh. we were on this early. We were on this early. You especially. The people out there are begging for you to get off a of Fitpick in your <laughs> in your Alice Big Deal jumpsuit. Um, I, need to I do told that. them to, to calm. By the their, way, it's a their, kit pick. Thank you. Thank you. Wait, kit is it a kit pick? It's, it's just pick. one piece. It's a kit pick. It's because right. you because you can have other stuff with it too. Thank you for the correction mm-hmm. there. There, I told them to calm their ass down. <laughs> <laughs> cool your jets. Um, but uh, yeah, these. The uniforms are sweet. This is making me, I'm, I'm. This is making me stoked to watch the skating go down. Right. The shoes are cool too. Yeah, they are. Updated versions of uh, of the Nike Bruin, which is like a more performance heavy. It's kind of their their more modern skate shoe, mm-hmm. basically. So, like uh, some of the more famous American skaters, like Nija, ride this br- this type of like this Bruin shoe. Yeah. Um. Just, I'm more of a Sheckler guy myself. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Put put Sheck on your back. Yeah, get the tats. That was a great know. reality show. What was his? What was his reality? Yeah, it was about him, and it followed him and his family, and it was gold. He's he always he's like just like I just feel like he's the skating Justin Bieber. Yeah, for real. I feel like that's probably what Justin Bieber was going for. He was going for is the Sheckler had the, the tats. Sheckler look, yeah, yeah. Wispy mustaches. Apparently, Bieber. Is out there just at concerts now, and he's just he's just going on diatribes about how like crazy his sex life is with his wife. What? Yeah, he's one of those guys. Life of Ryan. That's just uh, he's out there. Just he's a wife guy, basically. Oh, he's a wife guy. He's a wife guy. Just got married. So, yeah, and so just it's, his sex life is crazy. He's gonna <laughs> go get freaky with his wife. Like, cool. Yeah, just uh, you know, likes to talk about it. Well, I'm going to go out there and say that Sheckler was the original Justin Bieber. The original wow. Justin Bieber 20, take. 2020. 2020. <laughs> yeah. He's the bad boy Justin before bad boy Justin had emerged. That's true. Can Life you, of Ryan aired in 2007, three seasons. Good stuff. Big, big. That's big for Sheck. <laughs> can, you, can you get a French jumpsuit? Can you do you that? You can't. You can't no. do that. No, not unless you're, you I, have some sort of descent. I have, so in 2009, I did a little, a few months study abroad in Argentina. Oh, I thought you were going to say France. (laughs) So you're going to get one. No, so, so I came home from that trip with a, with an Argentinian uh, football jersey. Soccer jersey? Yeah, soccer jersey. And I I still have it. It's, it's, you know, it's a performance, 100% poly, dry fit Mm -hmm. type thing. It's Adidas. And it's, you know, it, I wear it to the gym occasionally, but this is going on 11 years ago now. <laughs> yeah. With every year, I feel more and more distant from Cordoba, Argentina. <laughs> <laughs> when people ask you about it, you just And say, so nobody's ever actually even asked me about it. Yeah. I think they just assume that I've got some connection to Argentina, but it, but I feel like it's a stretch now. And so I've, I think I'm going to get rid of it, even though it's like maybe the last souvenir I have from that trip. But it just feels like if you have zero connection, I don't know. There's just something. Yeah, that's unfortunate. It's, a, I, it's, I had, it's tough. I had a Costa Rica kit. Yeah, that I had to. Get Not, rid of but I, I, I did see that my that uh, that Nike also put out something like a. It was called like a the Miami collection, the Miami capsule. I couldn't re- really tell quite mm-hmm. what it was about, and they did a jumpsuit for that as well. So even if there's no U.S. jumpsuit for the for Team USA. On the skating side, I think that you can look for Nike to be putting putting some more of this some type more of stuff J out. suits out. Yeah, some more J suits, absolutely. Yeah. So whole squad can uh, can get kitted out in the J suits very soon. Uh, what I did want to I did want to mention though, I wanted to turn this into just a little some commentary on the Nike SB wave mm-hmm. because it is mm-hmm. cresting and it is. Super, super hot right now. While while you were away this past weekend, there were two 
Nike SB releases. Actually, scratch that. There were two Nike Dunk releases. One of them was an SB, the Strange Loves. One of them was was not an SB, the Plums. Mm-hmm. They were both impossible to get. I, I didn't even try for the Strange Loves. I went for the Plums on the sneakers app, mm-hmm. and it was like an immediate. I was, I mean, I was sitting right next to my router. Woke up early, <laughs> ready to go. Sneakers app open, whole thing, face face recognition, boom, like seconds after it went on. And it just, yeah, nothing. Wow. What'd they retail you know? for? They, so that's so that's one of the things about these dunks is that they they all retail for somewhere in between 90 and 110 bucks. Mm-hmm. So they're really, really, ex, they're at an accessible mm-hmm. price point. Mm-hmm. But the wave has clearly uh, just really swelled because... What's what's crazy about this is that I can't remember really a silhouette where you you just couldn't get it. You couldn't get you can't go on Nike.com right now and even see any dunks. Because every time one pops up, it's just it's gone. Incredible. I guess the closest thing that I remember I can remember is when the React 87s first came out. And the first mm-hmm. obviously the first two colorways were super limited, sold out immediately, went crazy on the resale sites, and then the the next the following two to four colorways also sold out really quickly. So I guess that's a good example. But the, the, the wild thing about the dunks is that is the heritage behind it. There are so many exclusive and limited relics out there from the early and mid mm-hmm. to late 2000s that there's just, it's got this whole backstory. But you go, to, you go on StockX right now and you look at like, what the dunks are doing and it's just prices are just inflated in the last month because this thing's going nuts and it's it's kind of funny to think about how like how skate culture has been been influencing street style and 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 fashion for i want to say like the last 18 months to 24 months at least so it's a little surprising that this didn't kind of pick up sooner man my guy in florida's probably the dunks and the sbs Reaping the benefits, he had quite the stash of dunks. So I, I, what, that's what's funny is I, you know, a couple of a couple of uh, of couple of um, participants on some style forum threads mm-hmm. that I've noticed have posted some kits and dunks, and when asked about them, they've they they've basically claimed like I used to have all these dunks, yeah, sold them all, yeah. Once they once they weren't hot anymore mm-hmm. and now they're like buying them back oh my god which is which is wild that's that's yeah i mean from what this guy was telling me that was like the original yes sneakerhead it, i yeah that that's was what those, they went for those were big yeah collector's pieces anyway i think just like the react element 87 thing we'll start to see a lot more sbs come out this year and then especially in 21 because there's no way nike just just lets this simmer and doesn't start pumping out pumping out some stuff. So I I put this note down on the pod about how you couldn't even how you couldn't get these. And I you know, I was I was sketching this up at lunch or something today, this uh, our our notes here. And within like the next half hour, I got a I, I got on Instagram and I was looking and I saw a notification from our own little skate shop here in Austin, mm-hmm. no comply that they had a pair of dunks which sits before Phil and I right now. This is the the this is the shadow version of the JPEG. And they're a black and gray version that has been I don't I don't know if they're considered like a general release. The resale on these is not crazy. These went these go for 100 bucks. You can buy a pair on StockX for like 130 or 140 bucks. Mm-hmm. So they're 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 not bricks as they say. They feel like one, <laughs> but they're but they are, uh, you know, they're not like crazy crazy hard yeah. to get either. They've been releasing on like Tactics and and some of those other online skate shops, CSS that type of thing. And uh, and I I'm not trying to front here. Like I front. I only just started even following No Comply. Because I started thinking about this whole trend. And one of the cool things about it is that every city has like a skate shop. Big, large, small, Mm -hmm. Midwest, South, West Coast, 
like New York, everywhere. This is like, this is a national thing that I feel like big cities and small cities all have. Mm-hmm. They all have skate shops, little ones, cool ones. No complies does coffee, you know, like they're like, it's a very, because it's been kind of like a, like a subculture and a, you know, really one that people are dedicated to and, but, but, but that is popular as well. These things, these, these, these shops are all over the place. And they're a hang. People go there to hang. They're, yeah. It's a different vibe. So, whereas, you know, for you and I, like, here in Austin, we're not going to, we're, we're never going to have a shop that, like, gets an off-white yeah. Jordan release. No. Even our sneaker politics doesn't get all the be- the biggest, best releases. And we have a nice kicks here that, that doesn't And the do- nice kicks is, is seemingly worthless, or I, I don't know. They don't seem to get anything. Uh, maybe they do, and I'm just I'm not in tune with it. Maybe they have lines out the door on Saturday Get mornings for 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 big releases. But the, my point being, one of the cool things about the dunks and the SBs going crazy is that pretty much everywhere in the country, you should be able to kind of like follow along with your local skate shop, who probably carries Nike, which means they're probably going to get all the SB releases. No Comply had the Strange Loves. I don't think they had the Plums, but the Plums weren't an SB, so that that tracks. Um, just something. So so figure out what your town's skate shop is. Follow them on Instagram. And go say what's so up. So these go aren't even out. on the Nike website. No. Whew, man! And the, they, the the smell coming off of these things. Is, <laughs> they went a lot of glue. That's how you know they're good. Woo! You imagine working in they, this, this. You know factory? they actually. It's funny is that they actually. Oh my god. When I picked this up and smelled it, what it what it reminded me of is the way that Nike smelled when I was a kid. Yeah, heavy glue. Heavy glue. Good God! <laughs> oh my God! That's some. These good, are uh, something, man. I like them. That's some good. Uh, what do you? What do you call? What do you call it? Some. Um, uh, I have I, adhesion. Adhesion. Adhesive. Adhesive. Sorry, my brain's slow today. <laughs> We're just huffing uh, <laughs> adhesive in here, man. These are. Um, Heavy to the touch, a little bit of, uh, is that, that's not real suede, right? I mean. Uh, yeah, I think so. think so. Who's to say? I don't know. These are cool. Yeah, they and are. They are bricks, dude. Get the weight on these things. They're huge. I, they really don't feel that heavy to me. They're so stiff. They are stiff. They are stiff. That's that's so you can do the kickflips. Oh, that's it. right. Yeah. Which you will be doing. I got an ollie in these. Yeah. Do I have to buy a skateboard now? You should already have one. <laughs> the hell are you talking about? <laughs> Yeah, that is, that's like one, that is the one thing about this is that, you know, I walked in, you walk into No Comply and like, yeah, look at this fool. Look at this, look at this dipshit this coming gapper. in here because S, because SBs are hot now. Oh, you looking for the, uh, the dunks? They were, they oh, were sold out. They were super cool and nice and they did not make me feel like an asshole. <laughs> so shouts to No Comply. Thank that's you. That's great. Of course they did. Um, it's a great shop. Now, my experience in Supreme, which is a skate shop. Mm-hmm. In, well, I mean, I mean, God, that's in, what it's in name started. only, right? Right, but I mean, that's the essence of it. Yeah, everybody in there couldn't give two shits whether they <laughs> sold a shirt. They're all in there like smoking in the store. That that is great. a that's a yeah. See, like I feel the the shops that have like a basis, like uh, like little surf shops are like this too. Surf skate, yeah. The ones they have, they haven't. They they're based around an activity, a uh, a culture, a community. Right, it's a culture for sure. Like the those it, that extends beyond. I want to cop clothes. Yeah, right. You know what I mean. Like there, like there's something a little bit more. I don't know, natural, organic about it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There's just there, it, less. It's certainly less materialistic because the way that all these places started and the way that the the trends and the activity started is not is is just it's just different. You're mm-hmm. you're just. It's functional. You're doing stuff because it works for skating or for surfing or for whatever. It's not because I know this is hot. I want to buy this so I can put it on the gram or resell it. You know what I mean? It's just right. it's just different. Anyways, that attitude that you're talking about is every time I've walked into like a little boutique that prides itself on being like, you know, a an exclusive whatever. Whatever. Right. That's always the vibe. Yeah. Union in Los Angeles. Uh-huh. Could not give two shits about selling me anything. Get the hell out of the store. 
one piece of everything hanging on a rack. Oh, God. You got to ask for it in your size, and yeah. then they like bring you the whole plastic bag uh-huh. and make you feel like a, like a douchebag if you're going to take it out uh-huh. and try it on. That's like Kith in New York. You know? Yeah, Kith. Same thing. Exactly. Exactly. Same thing. So, well, you're not going to buy it? You're going to make me go put this back? <laughs> the fuck out of here. <laughs> anyway, so I like, so, anyways, I just kind of made that connection today that part of the, part of the SBs coming back will be that the skate shops get a little bit more love. That's great. That's great for it's them. Fantastic. And 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 hopefully yours was as uh, as nice and chill as uh, as no comply. Support local businesses. Yeah. All right. You know what though? Let's take a quick break. Hear from a sponsor. Let's talk about Hawthorne. That's right. You've heard Phil and I talk about Hawthorne before. Hawthorne is the best Bath and Body product company out there right now. Look, Hawthorne. They know how important smelling good is. That's the that's. That's what these guys are doing, man. They just want to they want to help you smell beautiful all the time. Whatever type of product you need. Deodorant, body wash, shampoo, conditioner, bar soap. They've even got awesome looking candles for your home. You got to you got to deck out your crib with dope smelling candles, right Phil? Yes. Uh, we you and I both know that. Now you guys do too. Everything looks amazing. The one of my favorite things about it beyond just how great the product is is how everything looks, the packaging and the presentation. Very minimal. It's very minimal. Yeah. It's very clean. Not overpowering at it all. It just looks it's 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 it just looks nice. It looks elegant. Mm-hmm. Makes me just want to swipe all the other stuff off of my off my counter. Yes. Just have nothing but Hawthorne right there. What what else is great about Hawthorne? They they tailor the product specifically for your needs and your wants and your desires. So you go to hawthorne.co, that's H-A-W-T-H-O-R-N-E dot C-O, and you take a little quiz. They're going to find out everything that they need to know. What type of hair you have? What's most important to you? What type of soap do you prefer? All those important questions, you get to take this fun little quiz. It's not a lot of questions either. It's It's easy. It's very, very easy. They make it very intuitive too. But I just like taking quizzes, you know? Yeah, of course you do. (laughs) You fill out this quiz, it's quick, it's easy, it's fun, and then they present to you all of the products that are going to be perfect for you. You can use my code COOL to get 10% off your purchase. Do not sleep. Go check out Hawthorne, hawthorne.co. Use my code COOL. The stuff is great. You won't be disappointed. They've got you covered, everything you need. Okay, Phil, let's talk about, uh, let's talk about another moment of pop culture. The Oscars were this past Sunday. Yes, they were. Did you peep this? I did. Yeah? Uh-huh. That's good. Have you seen Parasite? No. You got y'all gotta check it out. I know. I think I'm you... so I'm I'm going to watch it. Yeah. But as you know, I hate like a full movie of subtitles. If mm-hmm. if it's mm-hmm. sparsed in there, whatever, but that's okay though. For this, I'll I'll yeah, do it. Yeah. I think you'll dig it. Yeah. Um not a whole lot to say, but there were a couple of couple of looks that yeah. I wanted to to point out and talk about here. One, let's hit Timothy Chalamet's Prada tracksuit. I'm out on it. Mechanic suit? I'm out on it. I, I don't know what it was. Did you like it? No. Good. I, I look. There's something about, and I, and I, 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 this this sounds lame. Like I hate like people that are like respect the integrity of I, the I, game. I feel the same way though. Before I know what you know? you're gonna say. I know what you're gonna say. But it's like. The Oscars is not really the place. It's not. Do it at the Met Gala. Yeah. Or, or I mean, go even crazier at the Met Gala. Do it even at the Golden Globes. Yes, even the right, exactly. Any other award show, you want to try some crazy product flex, like by all means, stunt boys, stunt. But um it didn't it didn't play for me at it, the Oscars. It would have it would have played better if it wasn't such a stood out, like big time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean like I don't know. When I saw it, I was like, oh, no. Because he's got such good style, or his stylist does. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, I don't know. I just didn't like it at all. Even though it, I love, like, I'm so anti, you know, you need to fit into this box. And since you're at this event, you better wear right, right. whatever everybody else is wearing. That's bullshit. But for this, I don't know, dude. It just didn't look good. And it's so easy to pull off just a really not. I mean, back to Brad Pitt. The dude in the tux, it's a classic mm-hmm. look, and 
you don't have to fuck with it. You're at the Oscars. Maybe yeah. if he was nominated. He was presenting, though. He was presenting. He was presenting. Yeah. The other thing is there are ways to... There are other ways to be different in a tux. Mahershala Ali yeah. was in like a black tux with a black shirt mm-hmm. and the tux jacket like kind of like wrapped around a little bit and almost had like some type of cinch or pull tab or like a, you know, like a D-ring. What's his thing. face? Um, last year with the Louis Vuitton. Um, Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan. With, I don't even know if that was at the Oscars. I'm, yeah, though. I'm not sure that was at the Oscars. But, but still, but yes, nice, but there are, crisp suit. Yeah, there are something. other ways to kind of like yeah. Do the tux, but do it differently and still kind of look formal and look right for that occasion. Yeah. Um, pull it out of the Oscars, put it at the Golden Globes or whatever, or another award show. I'm still not sure I love it. I know. It didn't look like it fit correctly. It, and it just, it just, too many connotations. Like, it just had like the, a mechanic vibe or a, <clears throat> or a, know, dude, I didn't like the material of it. I, I or just a couldn't. wise guy vibe. I don't know. It was just. Yeah, it was more wise guy than mechanic. Yeah. It was just off to me, and I and I, I, I really really like most everything that Prada's doing, yeah. Recently, but this was this was kind of a miss for me. Okay, the I'm other glad thing. you feel that way. I thought yeah. you were going to be in on it. No, no. Good. Um, I, this was. I don't believe this was at the Oscars. I believe it was at the Vanity Fair after party. But Kate Hudson went in on the breastplate that Tom Ford recently sent down the runway. Mm-hmm. If you haven't seen this, just Google Tom Ford breastplate and we'll post it on the Instagram at club cool pod. This thing is interesting. Very. It, it, it's like a piece of armor and Gwyneth Paltrow wore this on the cover of a magazine, a pink one. Zendaya wore a pink one to another award show. And in, in all of these fits, it seems to be paired with a matching long skirt of the same color in very bright, bold colors. There's the kind of pink, pinkish magenta one that Zendaya and Gwyneth Paltrow wore. Uh, Kate Hudson's was chartreuse, bright green, kind of a a green yellowish vibe Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. to it. Anyways, uh, this thing is like, I knew that it was kind of price upon request and around $10,000 to, uh, to acquire one for oneself. What I did not realize until The Cut posted a picture on Twitter of a normal person or a less famous celebrity or some random rich person wearing one at the Vanity Fair Oscars after party is that this thing is built to order. Yeah. It's built custom for your own mold, if you will. Uh (laughs) Tits out. (laughs) So... Because it had been on previously sample size actresses, essentially, Gwyneth Zendaya, Kate Hudson, the first three times that I had seen it, and on a runway model before that, I didn't quite grasp that. I had considered it, but I guess because they're all around the same kind of like nominative size, I wasn't totally sure. And then The Cut posted this photo of an older woman and the big armored boob plate is just like, it is out in full force with some big old grapefruits hanging off of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you look... I mean, this picture is art. It is like, it is. It's, it should be in a museum. It is so just fascinating to what, me. What is just really cool to me, though, is like, it looks like they, it's, uh, it looks like, it looks, gives the effect of being poured, something is poured over them. Right, right. That has hardened. And what kind of tipped me off that these things are custom built for each individual is mm-hmm. that Zendaya's it it forms around her uh, collarbones. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Like very well. Um, so yeah, that, that I mean, this is an incredible piece of machinery here. It, yeah, it is. It's totally cool. And uh, yeah, okay, I see what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. This it fits her. Perfectly, I think in, she looks the best in it of the of the people I've seen rocking uh, these. Gwyneth also looks yeah awesome mm-hmm. in it. I mean, it's a really really interesting <laughs> cool piece. I, I this is one of the this is one of the more fun parts of fashion is when somebody just kind of like comes up with something crazy and pushes the envelope like this. 
but I but this is definitely this is a trending piece that probably won't be around for long. Get yours now. Put your order in. But I but I I I don't think that Kate Hudson in our um, well endowed friend at the Oscars party uh-huh. will be the last per- people you see in this thing. Correct. In twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. Now, where's the men's version at? <laughs> <laughs> I will be ordering one. You it it. I'll wear it to the Southpaw party. The, the great, yes, yeah. You better call tomorrow. Yeah, to get because uh, it probably takes a few weeks for them to uh, to make. Plus, you're gonna have to fly out to Paris to get your mold done. The whole the whole shebang. What do you what do you, what do you think he does? Mold. I was about to say. I'll send. Do you think they in. send you a kit? They send you like a little like a like a box <laughs> that's like got some plaster of Paris in it, and yeah. you just you just pour it over yourself, and then you send your mold back. I'll send in a mold. Yeah, it. Um, it's like the teeth thing you do when you do the molds for your yeah. teeth. You gotta like Man, mix I up the can, paste and. Shove it in your mouth. Oh man, I could really go off on a tangent. I mean, <laughs> think about all the different ways that the men's version could work out. Like, <laughs> it's just a piece that like you hang outside the zipper. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's a pants version. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that might. Yeah. I, I don't know. If you do a if you do a chest plate for for a man, for a man like this, it's gonna it's gonna look so much more superhero-y. Yeah. Which is which takes the takes the the kind of the sales the sales out of it. Yeah, yeah. You want to? I can't be a word. Provocativeness. Provo- yeah. yeah. I'm looking Who at knows? Him. It's late, guys. Sorry. And by late, I mean six thirty. Yeah. I'm sure we've both had had long days. Anyway, I've been sleeping all day. I just you got to. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Must be nice. No, that's not what's been happening. Anyways, yeah, Tom Ford breastplate, so hot right now. Get yours now. Okay, last topic today, Phil. What is it? I want to talk about one more fashion show. This one from New York Fashion Week. Good one. It was Todd Snyder's, who is bringing back L.L. Bean in a big way. In a big way, man. Good, very good. L.L. Bean Obviously, very famous, very popular heritage brand will always have a place in your, your in your classic northeastern Maine hunting cabin outdoorsman. It just it's it's always going to reside in that spot, and I don't think L.O. Bean will ever go away. Bean boots are never going anywhere. They've been around for however long, and and they'll be around for the next fifty years too. In the hashtag menswear era, in the heyday, late or early 2010s, I want to say, mm-hmm. L.O. Bean, this was at the same time that J. Crew was, was doing their whole like fashion type thing. L.O. Bean also released a kind of like a line that was like a little bit more expensive and a little bit more fashion forward and really played into the whole like urban lumberjack type look and it was called ll bean's signature mm-hmm. they did some really cool stuff I, I believe it has basically disappeared probably for a few years now I'm not even sure it's it's still available on their website maybe a few pieces here and there todd snyder has basically like what what this feels like is he's basically pulled what they wanted to do with ll bean's signature <clears throat> and he's just bringing it into todd snyder mm-hmm and I imagine that this is going to be a collaboration similar to like the Todd Snyder and Champion type stuff. Yeah. Where he's essentially like licensing the some of their proprietary materials and 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 looks, but is this is this has Todd Snyder written all over it. And it's just th- this is great looking stuff. This is everybody can wear something from this collection. There's basically he basically didn't send anything down the runway that I wouldn't wear. Mm-hmm. And very similar I I feel uh, similarly, as I did with Ovadia and Sons yeah. a year ago, <clears throat> right, and that he's kind of like pulling from a bunch of things that I really, really like, but still managing to make it his own. But, but I, I, I mean, I recognize. I feel like going through these looks, I recognize stuff. I recognize inspiration from Engineered Garments, Eighteen East, Visfam and Capital, Bodie, M. A. Leon Dor. Like I see all of that big time eighteen East vibes with those pants, with the pants like yeah. the quilted uh-huh. pants. Yeah, 
Um, and the not that Emma is the only one <clears throat> doing this right now, but they did the sweaters that right. have like big kind of intarsion knits, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know, going mm-hmm. from um, like sometimes even on the sleeve to all the way across. He's clearly doing some of that with some LL Bean looks. Got some big, uh, some duck, some hunting looks, like some pheasant across some of these, uh, some of these photos, you know, some of the sweaters, the knitwear. Um, There is a, there is a sweater, another sweater that repeats the, the logo motif across it saying L.O. Bean, L.O. Bean, L.O. Bean, L.O. Bean. And there, the Bodie, the Bodie one, like it's a, it's, it's essentially a knockoff of the Bodie sweater, which does the exact same thing. So, Hard but to for imagine, less. but for less. Hard to imagine that, that he didn't kind of, and maybe that's been done even before Bodhi. I'm sure Bodhi got that idea from somewhere as well. But nonetheless, still very recognizable. Everything he sent down, almost everything, he paired with either a bean boot, which looks like kind of a new twist on a bean boot. Really cool. See some bright laces in some of them. One of the other shoes that was featured prominently was the Nike ACG Antarctic. Yeah. Which looks killer with some of these outfits. What is that Solomon? Did you see that? The boot? In 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 this collection? Yeah. He sent a Solomon boot mm-hmm. down? Oh, I didn't see that. You gonna cop those waiters? Waiters are hot right now. <laughs> it's basically a jumpsuit. Yeah. And they're overalls. Overalls. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm just I, man, I'm liking a, I'm liking so much of this. And um it, Here's what I'll say. Also, <clears throat> I've been a big fan of Todd Schneider just in general mm-hmm. for a while, and the champion stuff was good, but it was there's a lot of it. There is. I mean, yeah. a lot. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of L.L. Bean stuff here, too, but it's there is. really nice. But go to go to Todd Schneider's website, check it out, and look at everything. Everything is good, but it's exceptionally, the stuff that stands out the most is, to me, the coats and outerwear. He's got this fucking... Um, is it the Italian suede snap Dylan jacket? Mm. Now, she's going to run you $998. However. Is that on sale? <clears throat> it's not. But if you keep check out the sale section, there's some great jackets and outerwear on sale. Um, for instance, the big three-in-one parka, mm-hmm. that's on sale. Yeah. And yeah. it's beautiful. Uh, he's got some bombers that are lined that are on sale. Um, he makes a really nice pea coat. Everything that he does, I'm into for the most part. Dude, I think the boots that you're talking about, I think those are the ACG Antarctics. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. They've I'm got in. they've got a Solomon vibe to them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I waited too long on those. They came with a relatively high retail price, and I they didn't, sold out. Yeah, and I didn't really buy that they were going to sell out, but then they did. So, too bad, so sad. Too slow. Oh, so he is rocking the Sakai's. Yeah, uh, and then and then you know they, every, the the yeah. designer has his moment at the end. He walks out, he claps, he takes a little bow, and Todd Snyder here with with a pretty traditional "I'm a designer guy" outfit, black sweater, <laughs> dark jeans, but he, he drops the uh, the Nike Sakai Blazer Flex. Very nice on us too, which uh-huh. uh, which you have to appreciate. Anyway, Todd Snyder all the way around, great stuff. Um, Entry level T shirts are great. You've talked about before how you all you love to see stuff on the runway that like makes sense as yeah. as as being super wearable. You see something, you say, "Of course, I can." Yeah, put that it's into not my, melting your mind with daily like, life. Yeah, what is happening? So here? it's it's fun to see something that clearly is bold mm-hmm. and has some funk to it, but is also very much meant to be worn in your daily life. This is a kit right here. That that is a kit. Yeah. Look number 18 if you're following <laughs> along at home. Look number 18 on the Vogue site. Yeah. Those are the Nikes? Th- that's that's a Nike ACG Antarctic. That's the fog colorway or whatever it's called. Me likey. Jade, fog, something like that. Yeah. They're, okay. pretty, they're pretty nice. Yeah. I'd like to see what all this stuff retails for, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's going to be in that like higher end of the contemporary... Range, I imagine. Maybe the LL Bean collaboration will be a little bit, probably priced more like Todd Snyder Champion stuff. Maybe. More expensive than regular <clears throat> Champion, more expensive than regular LL Bean, but like in a rel- in an approachable wheelhouse. Yes, I would imagine these are Nikes, and they so these are the ones that sold out. That color, mm-hmm. 
did sell out. Okay. But is selling, but sells for <clears throat> that color you can get for just under retail on StockX. I see. Yeah. The white ones are selling for a little bit more than retail on StockX. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I also think they did some lace swap stuff. Unless they come with a bunch of kind of crazy yeah. colored laces, which maybe they do. That'd be mm-hmm. tight. I'd love to know. Those are nice. Tell me about uh, North Face upcycles. Ups, ups, North Face's upcycled program. Yeah. So um, I was the victim of the targeting on Instagram for this stuff. But North Face has got this program where they're, they're tapping some of their designers to design one piece mm-hmm. each with upcycled materials. And so um, I thought that they were going to do have a design, use it as a template, and then produce more of those with other materials. Not the case. Uh, they are auctioning them off, so Ooh. you know you got to bring some cash. But um, if you go to the North Face's website uh, towards the bottom, there's a piece about it, and then you can see the four um, the four pieces that they had come up with and they're they're cool they're really cool they really remind me a lot of uh greg lauren when he did that collab with uh what's the the french brand moncler 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 Mm -hmm. yeah kind of a mix this the one that i really like is this full zip hoodie that's half fleece and then half puffer it's cool that yeah that is cool but She's already auctioned off. Oh, how much is she, how much did it go? <laughs> it for? doesn't say. It just says no. auction closed. Yeah, this is cool. You know what else remind this reminds me of, and a couple of things that that uh, that we can close out with. Two new Nike collaborations that are are well, two new Nike capsules that uh-huh. are getting ready to drop. There's some Tom Sachs clothing coming out. Some interesting looking tees, and then like a quilted down pair of shorts which are uh, peculiar, but they're styled in some interesting ways and, of course, wearing, like, the moon boots and all that type of thing. I love all that stuff, like, looking at it. I don't mm-hmm. think I can pull it off. Yeah, right, It's really right. cool. No, it's, yeah. Uh, but, but so that, he's got that going, which, which just seeing some of this, like, quilting and, and down and, and it almost looks, especially this, the Campshire fleece that you're talking about and then the one below it, the insulated crew. Yeah. And with the colors, they're giving me space- Spacey mm-hmm. vibes, yeah, 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 like almost you know uh-huh. astronaut wear uh-huh. type thing, standard issue type stuff, and uh, so that's making me think of the other Nike sneaker th- deal that's coming out thing thing. I just don't have words today. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> it's like the hippie trash program. Uh-huh. You seen this? Yes, that and is it's like dope. S- some of the sneakers, and it's all yes. using. <clears throat> LeBron was rocking. Tr- yes, exactly. Actually, you know, you know who who turned me on to that to the to that collaboration. I can't think of a Get word. Get it out. Bill. What to that to that? Uh, what are you talking about? I don't know. What 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 am I? What do I'm calling this this branch of it's a it's a it's a capsule. It's a thing that Nike's doing. It's, it's a, a capsule. Let's just a say capsule. That. Yeah. yeah, hippie trash. Anyway, Micah, the the battle toad bad boy, <laughs> <laughs> producer Micah. <laughs> yeah. And when he, he, he's doing he, Mind of Micah, correct? Yeah. Check yeah. that out. And he's, he sent me like a picture of those. And I didn't think it was, it was called like the hippie trash or whatever. Yeah. And he told me that like <clears throat> some of his boys were, you know, kind of like ragging on him being like, you should get the hippie trash Nikes because those yeah. fit with your personality basically. <laughs> and I thought it was a joke. I thought it was like a meme from Instagram. No, that's the real deal. But it's for real. And then, and then LeBron, I, I saw that picture mm-hmm. of LeBron wearing them. And I sent that back to Mike, and I was like, "Okay, I'm in." Yeah. yeah. Well, they, they are they're all recycled materials. Right? They're all recycled yeah. materials, and some of it is. I, I just remember seeing the word "space trash" somewhere. Yeah. So they're using something. They're really cool, all of them, and um, they, they're they're pretty chunky. They're pretty chunky, but man, I like the the high top that I think that's the one that LeBron was wearing. Space hippie. Space hippie, not we hippie, hippie trash. Not hippie trash. <laughs> <laughs> a collection, it. a collection. How about that? That's a great word. Oh my god! Space hippie is an exploratory footwear collection inspired by life on Mars, where materials are scarce and there is no resupply mission. Created from scraps or quote 
space junk. Space hippie is the result of sustainable practices meeting radical design. Rad. Yeah. And they're pretty, they're pretty, pretty good. You've been watching Curb? Oh, yeah. Very, very much so. Very Loved good. the last episode. Yeah. It's all, about the, it's all about the beans, Phil. Fantastic. Yeah. Latte Larry. Latte Larry. Didn't had no idea opening up a spite shop was going to be so so difficult. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, good, yeah. very good. All right, Phil, you got any more uh, any pop culture, any style, anything where the intersection of those two things meet? I, I'm sure about? I do, but my brain isn't functioning right now. So yeah, this was a dead brain episode for sure. I, I hope it was it was still enjoyable. Um, of course it was. Of course it was. It's uh, it's the Club Cool podcast. What's not to love? March 17th, 11.30, if you're at South By or you live in Austin or you live nearby. Phil, can you think you can make it? I could probably make can it. You come to, can, yeah. you, can you come meet up with the, with the fellas? Uh-huh. Put it on the calendar. All right. And then Phil's, the Phil is going to be there. What, that's, that sells itself, baby. Yeah. March 17th, got that to look forward to. Patreon.com slash, cl- slash Club Cool. Support the podcast. You can follow us on Instagram at Club Cool Pod. At Barrett Dudley, at Peepa Tag. There you go, and uh, that's going to wrap it up for today's Poddington. We will be back next week. Provocative news. <laughs>